Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came, so the other disciples told him, We've seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see his hand, the mark of the nails, and place my finger into the mark of the nail, and my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them, and although the doors were locked, Jesus came, stood among them, and said, Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. So far, our text. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Yeah, do you really mean that? Is that really real for you? Or is it just a saying that we bring out every Easter and we like to say? Is Christ really alive for you today? That's the struggle that Thomas was having. For Thomas, before he saw Jesus, Jesus was dead. Jesus was dead. And with his death went all hope, all dreams, all meaning. Jesus was dead. Everything, all that time with him, wasted. It didn't make any difference if he fed 5,000 here and 4,000 there. If he raised a young man of Nain here or Lazarus there. It didn't make any difference if they had great catches of fish, if he stilled storms. All those nice things he said and taught. Nothing. Big deal. Jesus is dead. Thomas is not doubting. He is on the verge of giving up his faith completely. Of becoming an unbeliever. Jesus says do not disbelieve. Do not stop believing. Because that's where Thomas was. If Jesus was dead then there is nothing to believe in. He's just another one of all of those charlatans who went around. Yeah, he had some great barter tricks to do. But he's dead. And who believes in a dead man? And if he is dead, and there is no reason to believe then this world is no different for Thomas. There is still sin and trouble and problem. There is no forgiveness. There is no hope whatsoever. Live your life. Struggle along. Die. There it is. 
We're still in our sin. He's still hopelessly dying. And the only thing left is judgment. To be condemned at worst. Oh, maybe to struggle and try and somehow through those Ten Commandments please God, but in his heart he knows it isn't going to work. And so there is damnation if there is a God. And the only other alternative is to deny the existence of God. Hope he isn't really real. Hope there is no real judgment day, no damnation. That we do die and pass into something like oblivion. And if that's a reality, then maybe we can stretch things and it's not sinful anymore for this or that. We don't know. But we live under the wrath and the judgment of God because of sin. There is no faith. Jesus is dead. That's where Thomas is at. And then here comes Jesus, alive. And oh, what a difference a resurrection makes. Because he is not dead, he is alive. And if he is alive, then he is who he said he is. Then he is, as Thomas would proclaim and live the rest of his life proclaiming, my Lord and my God. If Jesus was dead and yet has conquered death, has come back to life, is alive, then this is a man to believe in. This is a man to live for. Then everything Jesus did and said is really real. Then. Then it's not sinful. But forgiven. All of that which separates him from God. Is wiped away in the blood of Christ. <coughs> excuse me I have a bad cough we'll get through this I'll live and so will you okay but forgiven forgiven by Christ cleansed Sin does not have to control his life anymore. When he fails, he can confess that sin and be uplifted and go on. Oh, what a difference the resurrection makes. It's no longer judgment, but to live under the grace of God. A God who loved enough to send his son to die and rise again. To know that this God is with you and cares about you and cares for you and strengthens you and pours his grace into you day in and day out all of the time. 
Oh, what a difference a resurrection made for Thomas. From meaninglessness and despair and judgment to life, to hope, to eternity, to grace and strength and meaning and purpose. That's the power of the resurrection. And you see that at work in our other lessons, don't you? You hear in the book of Acts, and with great power, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. This is what they proclaimed. This was the power of their message. Jesus isn't dead. He's alive. And what that means. John put it this way, that which from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we look upon and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life, the life was made manifest and we have seen it and testified to it and proclaim it to you. It's all about the resurrection. It's all about the fact he ain't dead. He's alive. And because he's alive, there's faith and not unbelief. And because of that life, we are not sinners, but forgiven. Not under judgment, but under the grace of our God. That's the resurrection. We proclaim it to you so that you may have fellowship with us and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. No longer a separation between us and God. Fellowship. Fellowship not only with God but with one another. We are not enemies. God has died for each of us. You are fellow children of God. We have fellowship with one another. We're all forgiven. We're all saved through faith in Jesus Christ. To see each other that way is what the church did. So that when somebody, it, it, it says, they, the number of those who believed were of one heart and soul. And so if somebody had need... They didn't hesitate. They sold what they needed to sell to take care of the need. Because we are fellow children of God together. That's the power of the resurrection. God's grace flowing in us and through us into others. Oh, what a difference a resurrection makes. When we stumble and fall, we do not have to deny our sin. But we can confess our sin knowing that he is faithful and just and forgives us and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. We live each day a new life because of the resurrection. This is who we are. This is what we have. Oh, what a difference the resurrection makes. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. 
But I fear today that there are so many people, even so many Christians, who do not really believe that for themselves today. For them, Christ is still just a historical figure who lived back then. And yeah, maybe he rose from the dead, but maybe like Lazarus, he died again. Christ is not alive for them, really real. So many young people turn away because what has Christ got to say for their life? How can he help today? They see no connection because Christ in a very real sense is still dead for them and if he is dead for them then there is no reason for them to believe then they will try and excuse deny blame and do anything with their sinfulness because they don't want to face that judgment and all that is a part of that first column of my outline is a reality today for many, many people. And sad to say, many Christian young people. Because Christ isn't really alive for them. He's not one that they have seen and touched and believed. No wonder Jesus would say, blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Somehow you and I today need to help people in our world and in our pews and in our families to know he is not dead. He is alive. He is really alive today, right now. And because he is alive, then we can proclaim with Thomas, my Lord and my God. Maybe that's what we need to do more of in our life, is to take our life and make Christ alive in us. So that it affects every aspect of our life. So that others can see him alive. And know. And say it with me. Because, and this time really mean it. Christ is risen. Is risen indeed. Alleluia. Now let us live in this risen Savior. Because what a difference a resurrection makes. Amen. See, we survive. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus, the one who is not dead, but alive for you and me every day. Amen. <laughs>